He is risen. The Lord is risen indeed. This is the day which the Lord hath made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Alleluia, the Lord is risen indeed. O come, let us adore him. Alleluia. <clears throat> Together, Pascha Nostrum. Christ our Passover is sacrificed for us, therefore let us keep the feast, not with old leaven, neither with the leaven of malice and wickedness, with the unleavened bread of sincerity and truth. Christ being raised from the dead dieth no more, death hath no more dominion over him, <clears throat> for in that he died, he died unto sin once, but in that he liveth, he liveth unto God. Likewise reckon ye also yourselves to be dead indeed unto sin, but alive unto God through Jesus Christ our Lord. Christ is risen from the dead, and become the firstfruits of them that slept. For since by man came death, by man came also the resurrection of the dead. For as in Adam all die, even so in Christ shall all be made alive. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. <clears throat> Psalm 85, on page 446 of the prayer book. Lord, thou art become gracious unto thy land. Thou hast turned away the captivity of Jacob. Thou hast forgiven the offense of thy people, and covered all their sins. Thou hast taken away all thy displeasure, and turned thyself from thy wrathful indignation. Turn us then, O God our Savior, and let thine anger cease from us. Wilt thou be displeased at us forever, and wilt thou stretch out thy wrath from one generation to another? Wilt thou not turn again and quicken us, that thy people may rejoice in thee? Show us thy mercy, O Lord, and grant us thy salvation. I will hearken what the Lord God will say, for he shall speak peace unto his people and to his saints, that they turn not again unto foolishness. For his salvation is nigh them that fear him, that glory may dwell in our land. Mercy and truth are met together. Righteousness and peace have kissed each other. Truth shall flourish out of the earth, and righteousness hath looked down from heaven. Yea, the Lord shall show loving kindness, and our land shall give her increase. Righteousness shall go before him, and shall direct his going in the way. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen.
Here begins the 25th chapter of the book of Exodus. Then the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to the children of Israel, that they may bring me an offering. From everyone who gives it willingly with his heart, you shall take my offering. And this is the offering which you shall take from them, gold, silver, and bronze, blue and purple and scarlet yarn, fine linen thread and goat's hair, rams, skins dyed red, badger skins, and acacia wood, oil for the light, and spices for the anointing oil and for the sweet incense, onyx stones and stones to be set in the ephod and in the breastplate, and let them make me a sanctuary that I may dwell among them, according to all that I show you, that is, the pattern of the tabernacle and the pattern of all its furnishings, just so you shall make it. And they shall make an ark of acacia wood. Two and a half cubits shall be its length, a cubit and a half its width, and a cubit and a half its height. And you shall overlay it with pure gold. Inside and out you shall overlay it, and shall make on it a molding of gold all around. You shall make a mercy seat of pure gold. Two and a half cubits shall be its length, and a cubit and a half its width. And you shall make two cherubim of gold, of hammered work you shall make them at the two ends of the mercy seat. Make one cherub at one end and the other cherub at the other end. You shall make the cherubim at the two ends of it of one piece with the mercy seat. And the cherubim shall stretch out their wings above, covering the mercy seat with their wings, and they shall face one another. The faces of the cherubim shall be toward the mercy seat. You shall put the mercy seat on top of the ark, and in the ark you shall put the testimony that I will give you. And there I will meet, you, meet with you, and I will speak with you from above the mercy seat, from between the two cherubim which are on the ark of the testimony, of all things which I will give you in commandment to the children of Israel. Here endeth the first lesson. <clears throat> Together today I'm... We praise thee, O God, we acknowledge thee to be the Lord. All the earth doth worship thee, the Father everlasting. To thee all angels cry aloud, the heavens and all the powers therein. To thee cherubim and seraphim continually do cry, Holy, 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 Lord God of Sabaoth, heaven and earth are full of the majesty of thy glory. The glorious company of the apostles praise thee. The goodly fellowship of the prophets praise thee. The noble army of martyrs praise thee. The holy church throughout all the world doth acknowledge thee. The father of an infinite majesty, thine adorable true and only son, also the Holy Ghost, the comforter. Thou art the king of glory, O Christ. Thou art the everlasting son of the father. When thou tookest upon thee to deliver man, thou didst humble thyself to be born of a virgin. When thou hast overcome the sharpness of death, thou didst open the kingdom of heaven to all believers. Thou sittest at the right hand of God in the glory of the Father. We believe that thou shalt come to be our judge. We therefore pray thee, help thy servants, whom thou hast redeemed with thy precious blood. Make them to be numbered with thy saints in glory everlasting. 
O Lord, save thy people and bless thine heritage. Govern them and lift them up forever. Day by day we magnify thee, and we worship thy name ever, world without end. Vouchsafe, O Lord, to keep us this day without sin. O Lord, have mercy upon us, have mercy upon us. O Lord, let thy mercy be upon us as our trust is in thee. O Lord, in thee have I trusted, let me never be confounded. Here begins the 15th verse of the book of Hebrews. And for this reason, he is the mediator of the new covenant by means of death, for the redemption of the transgressions under the first covenant, that those who are called may receive the promise of the eternal inheritance. For where there is a testament, there must also of necessity be the death of the testator, for a testament is in force after men are dead, since it has the power at it has no power at all while the testator lives. Therefore, not even the first covenant was dedicated without blood. For when Moses had spoken every precept to all the people according to the law, he took the blood of calves and goats, with water, scarlet wool, and hyssop, and sprinkled both the book itself and all the people, saying, this is the blood of the covenant which God has commanded you. Then likewise he sprinkled with blood both the tabernacle and all the vessels of the ministry. And according to the law, almost all things are purged with blood, and without shedding of blood there is no remission. Therefore it was necessary that the copies of the things in the heavens should be purified with these, but the heavenly things themselves with better sacrifices than these. For Christ has not entered the holy places made with hands, which are copies of the true, but into heaven itself, now to appear in the presence of God for us. Not that he should offer himself often, as the high priest enters the most holy place every year with blood of another. He then would have had to suffer often since the foundation of the world. But now, once at the end of the ages, he has appeared to put away sin by the sacrifice of himself. And as it is appointed for men to die once, but after this the judgment, so Christ was offered once to bear the sins of many. To those who eagerly wait for him, he will appear a second time, apart from sin, for salvation. Here endeth the second lesson. Together Dignus asks, Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power. For thou hast created all things, and for thy pleasure they are and were created. Thou art worthy, O Lamb that was slain, and hast redeemed us to God by thy blood, out of every kindred and tongue and people and nation, and hast made us kings and priests unto our God. Blessing and honor and glory and power be unto him that sitteth upon the throne and to the Lamb for ever and ever. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. 
he ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Almighty God, who showest to them that are in error the light of thy truth, to the intent that they may return into the way of righteousness, grant unto all those who are admitted into the fellowship of Christ's religion, that they may avoid those things that are contrary to their profession, and follow all such things as are agreeable to the same through our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth the eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us, thy humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who hath safely brought us to the beginning of this day, Defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings being ordered by thy governance may be righteous in thy sight through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Morning to all. We're entering into a, a section of Exodus where details are given for the construction of what was the the tabernacle is the tent that will um, Israel will will take with them through the wilderness wanderings where God will live in the tent and then eventually when they enter the promised land they build a temple a fixed structure that will mirror the same um, instructions where it become fixed and permanent rather than just wandering a few a few notes about the the actual details that was to be uh, provided for by what what are often called free will offerings that is what people give give willingly in other words there there were already been uh, tithes commanded that go to other purposes but the temple here is to, or the tabernacle is to be furnished with offerings freely given from the people and it's probably inter interesting that um in terms of the instructions to build the tabernacle just this way with free will offerings will provide some contrast with an incident about five chapters down the road when Israel decides to build the golden calf when Moses is up on the mountain and Aaron takes offerings from the people to make the golden calves. So it, it shows some very narrative contrast there. 
we get some central details of the tabernacle. One is the Ark of the Covenant. Um, and it, for when you're measuring, the cubits are about a foot and a half. The cubit was sort of the ancient measurement was sort of your elbow to the end of your fingertips, but it, it, it ends up being about 18 inches. So whenever you have a cubit, that's how you can know how, low, how big the things are. They have the Ark of the Covenant where they put the, the, um, the, the tablets, the, the commandments in there, and they're overshadowed by cherubim. And this mirrors what we'll see throughout the Bible that God, quote, dwells between the cherubim. And we see this in Ezekiel when God leaves the temple at the end of the Old Covenant period. We also see it in Revelation where the presence of God is revealed in Revelation chapter 4 and 5. And what do we see there? We see the cherubim. Although in the tabernacle you had sort of statue cherubim and in Ezekiel and Revelation you have real cherubim. Which gets to the main point of this, a verse we didn't read in today's lesson, the very last verse of chapter 25 uh, God says, see that you make everything according to the pattern I'm showing you on the mountain. Because the idea here is that this earthly tabernacle, this tent, is a copy of God's very presence in heaven. So the idea of worship is that as, as Israel came to God through this earthly place, they would in that way approach God in heaven through the, the, the sort of sacrament or sign of the thing itself. And this, this is important because it, it, it um, puts forth the, the idea or the truth that there is, God is a certain way. God has an existence that is defined by, by what he's showing here in Exodus. And that there's, it also most particularly, there's a, a barrier between God and, and human beings that must be bridged by the covenant and the sacrifices. And apart from that, that distance remains. And, and this is how God has revealed his will in a particular way. And it, it stands in contrast with the idea that we can get to God any way we want. And this sets the backdrop for our Hebrews lesson, where he, the author of Hebrews is, is showing that Jesus Christ, as, as, um, as Moses set up this tabernacle so that Israel, going through these details, would live in relationship with God. Those are copies of the true heavenly tabernacle. So Jesus, in his death, as he is, as he um, in death and resurrection ascension, he is now fulfilling these temporal things by entering into the actual place where God dwells. And because his sacrifice, he's risen from the dead, he is a living sacrifice. This Old Testament provision is all now completed, and Jesus always exists in that place to intercede for us. And when we gather for the Eucharist in particular, we set forth this symbolic world. We enter into the world of the fulfill, a fulfilled world of Exodus. That is the Exodus tabernacle as fulfilled in Christ. And this is how we come to God. But it still makes the point that we can't come to God any way. It, this is why the idea that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. He has fulfilled God's revealed covenant will and now we all come to the Father through him, and that's how we can get there. We can't get there any way we want to get there. 
but we can get there with certainty in Christ. And that's the, the grace we understand. And the, the joy of Easter is that Jesus has fulfilled the covenant. As we put our faith in him, we can come to God and he is the full and perfect and sufficient sacrifice. And so we always have access to him in our prayer and we have this eternal life he has given us. And so um, just a note is Bible study that, that looking at um, Exodus, these lessons we're reading about the tabernacle, Hebrews as, the, as describing how Jesus fulfills it. And then when you have time looking at Revelation chapters four and five and seeing the, the images there, they all tie together showing how Jesus uh, fulfills this Old Testament, these Old Testament um, instructions. So a few thoughts about today's lessons. We will now uh, continue with the form of intercession. Accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind. Let the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations. Be gracious unto thy church and grant that every member in the same in his vocation and ministry may serve thee faithfully. Bless all in authority over us, especially Joseph, our president, and Gavin, our governor, and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands. They may punish wickedness and vice and maintain thy true religion and virtue. Send down thy blessings, temporal and spiritual, upon all our relations, friends, and neighbors. Reward all who have done us good and pardon all those who have done a wishes evil and give them repentance and better mind. Be merciful to all who are in any ways afflicted or distressed in mind, body, or estate. We'll pause here for all present to offer their personal intercessions. Comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities. Have mercy upon the faithful departed and grant them an entrance into the land of light and joy in the fellowship of thy saints. For his sake, one about doing good, thy son, our savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Together the general thanksgiving. Almighty God, father of all mercies, we then unworthy servants to give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life but above all for thine inestimable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, and that we show forth thy praise, not only with our lips, but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to thy service and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days 
through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be all honor and glory, world without end. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and fellowship of the Holy Ghost with us all evermore. Amen. Amen. Good to be with you all for prayer this morning. Have a great beginning of your week. Thank you. Thank you, Bishop Scarlett. Thank you, everyone. Have a great Thank day, everybody.